It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because... Are famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. Joining you here on this Monday night ahead of the Bills Thursday matchup with the New England Patriots. This is a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You know where to find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. Gentlemen, how we doing? Happy Wednesday. This would be the eve to Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football yes. Eve by the time it comes to your ears. So I hope everybody's ready for that. Pat, how's, uh, how's stuff out in good old Charlotte, New York? It's going well. I'm basically one degree removed from Dan Campbell. Um, definitely taxed emotionally still, but happy to, happy to be here nonetheless. What do you mean uh, one degree removed from Dan Campbell? I'm taxed emotionally, but I'm happy what went down. And I think Dan is taxed emotionally and frustrated on what went down. And then also I live with an <laughs> Eagles fan and then I, you had to see that. Shit. And I was like low key hoping that like Jordan Love would bring the pack back. But you know, <laughs> he almost did. He almost did. He's nice. What about you, Johnny? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't get to uh, watch Sunday Night Football last night. It was uh, it was fair that we were going to just like watch a movie at that point because I had been watching Red Zone for eight straight hours. So I, I think that that, you know, that that kind of evens out there. Correct that with. Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's when you say that's when you say to the person that you're watching with. Where else would you rather be than right here right now with eight hours of interrupted highlights NFL Red Zone? And she's just like, see ya. What was, what was the show you um, watched instead of Sunday Night Football, just out of curiosity? Um, so we just finished up 1899, which is really good on Netflix. Highly recommend. And caught up now on Peripheral, which is an Amazon Prime kind of sci-fi show. That's all right. But anyway, it's pretty good. So we got a, a real segment packed show here. So we're going to have to fly through some things like all the segments that you love from Not Another Buffalo podcast, which I you know, honestly, might be none. Nah, all, I was all, just going to say. <laughs> all of the ones that we do, we're kind of packing them into the episode here. It'll be abbreviated versions of game picks, of course, uh, since we got the Bills game coming up. But we're going to pick the games. We're going to do some Brando's bets. We got a Sabres update and, of course, quotes with Pat, which we usually do on our Wednesday show. No, it's just this is cool. I like I do like dropping the day before the game because like people are going to want to hear some stuff. So we need to deliver. Yeah. And we need to still talk about some Patriots stuff in this matchup going forward for sure. So let's start out with our game picks here. I'm not going to, well, you know, since today's segment mania, I'll, when I edit this, I'll roll the theme song in here, but uh, let's, let's make our one pick for the bills game here. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. So the Bills are minus five when I checked ESPN. I guess we can make it minus five and a half if we didn't want a push. Minus five is good. I'll take the push. Minus five is good. Minus okay. five is good. Yeah. We'll stick with that. That's <laughs> what I got written on the board. That's uh, from ESPN, which gets their odds from Caesars, I believe. So, Pat, you want to go first on this one? You got Bills in New England. You also pulled off the backdoor cover 
I mean, it wasn't a real backdoor cover because the Bills uh, broke the tie at the end, but Pat picked Detroit last week to cover the spread, and they did, which Brandon and I did not. So are you taking that strategy forward for this game? Yes. I will never again bet against the great one. William Belichick. The great one. The great one. <laughs> Wayne I mean, Gretzky's, dude, he's got, man, he's got, he's got eight Super Bowls. His, Wayne Gretzky's ears are ringing right now. He's like, this kid, man. <laughs> How many rings else. does Wayne have? Four, but that's like a lot in hockey. I mean, Bill got two X. Fair, yeah, fair. You're right. Fair. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, the great coach, Billy Belichick. I know. When you say Billy, you're about to say Billy Buffalo, like out of habit. I think that's where I was going to say Billy Biss, but I, I oh, stopped yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, <laughs> and then I said it anyway, so it must have meant to be said. Well, I think maybe I know he's like very proud Croatian. So maybe if someone just like really? talked Croatia in the FIFA World Cup like extensively before the game and threw him off a little bit, that might be good. Anything to get him off his game. But that's a nice side fact, Pat. I didn't know that. Yep. Check that under random things that I need to look up on Wikipedia while editing this episode <laughs> box. <laughs> Not straight. It is. It is. But Brandon, what about you? How are you feeling about this game? Five points. One of the smaller bill spreads um, as of late. Yeah. I don't know because missing Deion Dawkins with Matthew Judon coming at Josh Allen is scary to me. I don't know if yes. you thought about that at all. Sack leader in the NFL, Matt Judon against who I, uh, I, Getter or <laughs> I Bucker, yeah. I, I mean, he's Bucker. just coming back from. <laughs> sorry, I, that's he's disrespectful. Just, he's just so coming I'm back sorry, from injury, right? So you're you're yeah, you're or looking Quasenberg at David or, most likely at that spot. They could move Judon around to get the matchup that they want, and that's going to be hugely determined of the outcome. And Josh's hustle, Josh has made Matthew Judon look like a little child before, so he's going to have to do it again. But I like this line for the Bills. I think they cover. Give me Buffalo. I also want to put this in comparison, John. I was just looking. I want to give him credit. Matt from Buffalo Rumblings. Matt Warren actually works for SB Nation now. Okay. He got promoted. Yeah. Um, Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Former Buffalo Rumbling staff, Matt Warren, uh, put in our group chat that this game kind of reminds him of a little bit of the Titans game because they have such a strong running game. Good defense. Well-coached. Game manager at quarterback. No truly elite weapons really maybe you know stevenson and harris are good but like we demolished that titans game and damian harris who had that you know that famous long run in the wind game that he broke when he's on the injury report and did not practice today so as well as isaiah win but greg Rousseau did practice today in full as well as uh mitch morse which is also very promising what about trudovis yep trey's trey's been practicing practicing in full yeah. And everybody was good. Uh, I yeah. just read that. So there is basically Miller and Dawkins is the two biggest. Yeah. Tremaine practicing in full as well, which is, which is a big deal going up yeah. against a running team. So I'm going to take the bills, but I'm weary a little bit about Matthew Judon, but John, do you feel any different? You feel the same dude. F- weariness bills all the way filled in on the scoreboard throughout. <sighs> Why did I ask? Why did we ask bills so? or die? <laughs> What's uh what's the over under? Do they have any Ramondre Stevenson props right now? Yes, they do. What's his over under rushing right now? Un momento por favor. All right. I know you like Spanish, Pat. Yes, gracias. <laughs> De nada. I feel like I would bet him on the over. Even yeah, though I think it. the Bills will win and not cover. Um I mean you gotta figure if if him and Davian Harris play like that, that is gonna be a nasty combo, but 
We'll see. The other thing to think about too is, you know, Von Miller is most valuable in pass rush, but I feel like the drop off between him and the next guy up is less, you know, less steep when you're talking about stopping the run. Cause you have, I mean, even when you're talking about your rotational guys, you're looking at Shaq Lawson, who's historically been a pretty good run stopping defensive end, not so much pass rushing. But again, getting Greg Rousseau back is a big part of that as well. And Tremaine Edmonds too. So if they can make him one dimensional and you get Trey White back for this game to be able to lock down at least Jacoby Myers, I mean, you could be looking at a pretty low scoring game at that point, you know, depending on how left tackle shakes out for the Bills. But sorry, go ahead, Brandon. All right. Sorry, I got Stevenson rushing yards over 61 and a half, receiving yards, Stevenson over 30. Yeah, I'd, I'd still bet that over. Yeah, well, I mean, that looks a, that looks a lot better if Damian Harris isn't playing because he's going to get 100% of the usage true, as well. True. So I feel like a, I, I do have to mention also, as much as we love to hate on him, Billy does have two studs back there in the defensive backfield, Marcus Jones and Jack Jones, both playing their tails off right now as rookies. Um, you know, Marcus Jones probably going to be an all-pro special teamer this year and Jack Jones potential rookie of the year candidate. So I think the Patriots are top two or three right now in defensive DVOA. They are number two, I believe. Yeah. So I'm taking the bills. Those are our game picks for this week. We will fill the other ones in on the scoreboard as we go along. Just to recap, obviously uh, this, the the scoreboard has Uh been all over the place because last week is not even filled in all the way yet because Indianapolis and Pittsburgh are playing right now, which was the last game on the board. So, and we didn't recap last week because our Friday episode last week was me and Brandon talking about the Detroit game, obviously. So anyway, week 11, Pat, you went three and three, Brandon, you went two and four and I went five and one, bringing our records to Pat 30. Wait, what did I go? You went three and three. So you're at 32 and 34. I'm at 36 and 30 and Brandon, you're at 30 and 36. Oh my goodness. We're just falling down the hill. (laughs) It's an avalanche down. So there. as of now, without Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, both you guys are two and three so far this week, and I'm three and two with the games played so far. Pat, you're you're, you're killing these game picks this year. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot to talk about with the division going forward. I don't know how much you guys want to get into it. Like, are, are we? Do we have sky high expectations for this game, or is it just kind of like get out of there with a win? Because get out of there with the dub. A win's a win's a win's a win. That's true. No style points. It's not Tony Hawk's pro skater. <laughs> but think about this. We haven't punted on them in two that's, games. That's kind of the point that I'm making is that the yeah. standard is pretty high. And, you know, you might have some people. I mean, obviously, that's that. I wouldn't be disappointed if they punted twice in this game and still put up 30 points. But it's the put up 30 points question mark. Yeah. So obviously, we have all these questions about. Can Dorsey and the offense in a lull and stuff like that on top of, you know, Deion Dawkins might not be playing in this game too. So like, what are your offenses? Do you think John Brown sees the field at all? That's kind of, that's kind of interesting. It is. It is. And I, I honestly don't know if the fifth wide receiver at this point, would they elevate Isaiah Hodgins from the practice squad or would they elevate John Brown? Wait, wasn't Isaiah Hodgins playing on the Giants? Yeah, he is on the Giants. He is on Isaiah the Giants, Hodgins. Yeah. Tanner Gentry, sorry. That's that's who I'm talking about. Thank you for yeah. uh, catching me on that. But Tanner Gentry is half the physical specimen that Isaiah Hodgins is. Tanner Gentry looks like he should be a phys ed teacher. <laughs> so, yeah, you might be seeing John Brown get elevated for this game. And uh, we all, you know, just in time for the Patriots game, we all love that highlight of him just 
burning. I don't know if it was JC Jackson at that point. Uh, Stefan Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore too. Both. Yes. I want to say yeah. he has highlights of torching both of them. Yeah. So that would be a good game to hit, get him uh, back in the system and on the same page. But I don't know. Any uh, any bold predictions for the game, Pat? You seem to be our resident Patriot Homer. I do love the. I, why I, do you love? I do why? Love them. Oh my god! We need to talk about this because I've always sensed I, this in you. Is this is this Stockholm syndrome? Post Tom. No, I, I post Tom. I like the Pats because right now they kind of remind me of like when we were starting to break the drought, like, and they're just, just, just hitters on offense. They really can't do too much. And they're just in all these games and they're losing heartbreakers. And like, you know, they finally put it together and then all the cards tumble again. And there's just some good, I I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot. I've told my dad all year that I think Ramondre Stevenson would look very good in Buffalo red, white, and blue. What about Damian Harris? Cause I want to say he's a free agent this year. Yeah. He is. He's on my fantasy team. I don't know how I feel about those Alabama guys though. I feel like they have a short shelf life because they oh, play I forget he's Alabama. Yeah. Elite of elite. But I really, that defense is disgusting, dude. Devon Godshaw. You got both Joneses. You got Devin McCourty. I almost said Jason McCourty, Devin McCourty. And you got those two tight ends too. I mean, Hunter Henry granted, I think he caught that ball last week. That's pretty nice. And he yeah, that's pretty- crazy, right? That was a crazy call. I mean, crazy but the one thing I will say, the one thing I will say that I think Buffalo has, I, I guess, gained XP throughout the years on this past team is that like Mac Jones got sacked twice in like the last three plays of that Vikings game and there was no urgency in him whatsoever. So, you know, I guess who's to say what's going to happen if this team faces adversity right out the bat. But I just, I do enjoy the fact that they're kind of the anti-Bills. They don't really pass and... You know, they kind of grind out these ugly games and win like super close games. And it's, I guess it's easy to like a team when the Bills have absolutely blown the doors off of them the last two times that they've played. You know, I wonder, like, did you feel this way after the win game? Uh, I mean, sort of. uh, uh, That seems like Stockholm syndrome to me. But. No, I mean, like after the after the after the win game, I was like, holy crap, Bill Belichick still has our number. It was a fluke. I mean. Obviously, you know, I was at the game, the blowout game, and I think we'll win this game. It's just uh, this past team is no joke. Like, and I know they got destroyed by the Bears and I know they can only put up whatever three offensive points on on the Jets. But like, don't don't sleep on the squad. I think they're better than the Jets. And I think they if they played the Dolphins right now, they beat them. Bold, bold statement. But. Ooh, that is bold. I wonder if because uh, the Patriots have already played in, in South Florida, right? Yeah, that, that was, was the, the first really game of the season. season. That was opener, yeah. Yeah. It was close, honestly. Yeah. Well, New England had a big lead on them too, and then yeah. the Dolphins came back. It is really interesting. I mean, we're definitely in the best division in the NFL now. I think you can definitively say it. Like all teams could win on any given Sunday, so you've got quite a bit of parity, and we're just hoping. But then you break it down. Like I don't think the Jets could win on any given Sunday, and they did beat us. I think the Magic's going to run out of uh, out of Mike White's uh, cleats relatively soon. And I, I really just don't think New England can win on any given Sunday this year. Like, you need a quarterback. You, you got to have a stud now, what I, what, to, to say you can win any given Sunday. When I say Sunday, any I given Sunday, I don't mean, like, this team could win every single week. Like, obviously, every no, team it, could possibly win every single week. We've seen crazy blowouts in the NFL. They're not going to win. But it's They're never not going to win every if week. New England were to come out on top. It would be surprising if New England won the division. That would be surprising. But would I be surprised if Miami won all of its remaining games? Yeah. No. But no, I, I I mean to have that I level of variance. And they could they should be favored in most of their games except maybe the Bills game in Buffalo. You know, outside of that, I, I think they're actually underdogs at San Francisco as well um, this coming week. So we'll we'll see. But I'm just saying that like. 
you can't chalk up all these division games to W's as much as we thought in the beginning of the year. And on top of that, dealing with the injury stuff, I think the, I'm still confident with the bills, but I think the margin of error has considerably closed. It's, it's much, much more narrow. And I don't even care if we have to sneak in black, you know, backdoor of the playoffs or whatever. And I mean, granted this team was what at 1.7 and six last year and we finished 11 and six. Yep. Yep. So, and then, I mean, when that well, two game, seasons so ago, two, we yeah, won after the Murray, eight in a row, right? Yeah. We won eight in a row and five in a row. But the thing about that is, I don't think that's going to have to happen. I want to say if the Bills lose to New England this week, I saw a percentage chart. It's like if they were to lose to New England, it only drops their chances of missing or of not even winning the division. I want to say it drops them down to like 65% chance because then they just have to beat. They really only have to worry about the Dolphins. Right, but they still have to make yeah. up one game at some point. Miami would have to yeah. drop one game. So they have to beat one Miami. And I guess so that would be the one game dropped, essentially. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, then the tiebreaker comes in. And I don't know what that would end. Well, hasn't Miami already... They haven't lost it. I thought they lost a division game already. I thought the Jets beat them. They might have. I might have to. I might have yeah. to look at the standings. But yeah, I'm almost. I'm almost certain. This is the. Uh, this is the division gauntlet coming up, right? Because it goes Patriots, Jets, Dolphins are the next three games. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But let's get a break in here real quick, and then we're doing segment mania on the other side. So uh, stick around. <laughs> stick around. It's time for the weekly Sabers update. The goat heads are back and they are awesome. This has been your weekly Sabres update. I don't know if you saw 90s night, but the Sabres continually stacking goodwill with their fans. They pulled out a win. 90s night, the jerseys coming back for the first time since a overtime game six win in the 0506 playoff run where they lost to Carolina and the game was in Buffalo. Danny Breer scored in that jersey. That was the last goal scored in the black go ahead jersey. But John, I want your perspective and Pat, you too. As somebody who's like obsessed with Tage Thompson's growth, medio like meteoric rise, not mediocre <laughs> rise, meteoric rise, rise from mediocrity to I don't know. Start. Yeah. Like he's on a Josh Allen trajectory right now with his superstar out of nothing almost. Um, like traits and then just development. It's craziness. I don't know what jersey to buy. Because the go ahead suite. Are you deciding the, between the, Darlene and Thompson? No, which one but, to get? Like I want well, Thompson. I mean, you could get you could get like Alex Talk or a Poso or something. I want Thompson. I don't you know want Thompson. I want the black you, okay, go ahead. You're picking between the, the blue and white go ahead. Go ahead is cool. No, no, black, 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 red, white goat head. Absolutely. <sighs> I have a black, red, and white like goat head crew neck sweater. Yeah. Wrap it all the time. You have the hat too. Yeah, I do have the hat. Yeah. I'll say this, Brandon. This is what I would do. If it was my first Sabres jersey, which I know this is not, this is not your first jersey. If if no. I had a nice one of the royal blues, you know, just their main jersey. Which is what I do have. Then, like, if I didn't have that, that's the first one that I would buy. Like, you got to get that sub. Like, this is the era. That's what they're wearing. If you've got that, yeah. you got to go with the black. I have that in you got to get the that. black and red goat head. <sighs> the white ones are cool, but 
They're so they're cool. not as but you'll they're spill, not cool. you'll spill beer on I it or know. cut they're your not, hand and bleed on they're it. They're not as cool as the nostalgia of the black and reds. So you say the royal blue first and foremost, followed by the black and red. Right, but ahead. if you already have what you do, the yellow and blue. Okay. Yeah. So I, I am Fair. about to make my first Sabres jersey purchase. Like I'm gonna get one at some point here. I don't know, man. It's you don't have a royal blue one either. You're going exactly. From... So I'm I'm gonna go royal blue and I don't think I've ever seen you in a Sabres jersey. I know. John. So I don't know. I'm deciding between Darlene and Thompson, but either of those guys probably a good bet. Darlene's just he had a hit the other night that was like I just love he, he's I just love level. everything about Darlene. Like I love yeah, the little stuff that they do, you know, like the Sabres media, <laughs> like we'll do the little shorts with him for social media. I just like, I love hearing him talk. I, you know, he talks so much shit on the he ice does. too. And he, he will, does. he will fight you. He wanted to fight somebody after the game in the parking He's lot. Like, and you remember that? He's five like five minutes outside. <laughs> outside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so yeah. Rasmus Dahlin Jersey, probably good investment coming yes. here, but all right, we got some more, we got some more segments to get to. So let me, uh, <laughs> let's, let's roll it. Time for Brando's Bets. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming off another win. Talked about that last week, about Steptic, 70 yards, all that good stuff, touchdown. It was great. We won. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, that was a game that just kept on giving. This week for Brando's Bets, I had a cool stat that I thought was interesting. The Bills haven't punted in any games against New England in quite some time, right? We know that already. And the Bills offense averages approximately, what, 29 points a game? Right? Close. So. Maybe a little. Might be less maybe than Maybe right now, on. But. Yeah, maybe a little less. So New England, I want to say, is 5-0 and oh when they allow less than 20 points. And 0-5 oh when they allow more than 20 points. So I like that stat for Buffalo's favor. Because... Buffalo has what number two offense in the league. Even with their struggles, they're still producing, even if it looks like it's grinded out. But I got this bet right here. It's a three pick parlay. I have New England under 25 and a half, which is a large number. Bills defense can be up for the task. I got the Bills over 19 and a half. Like I said, anybody who scores over 20 has not lost to New England yet. And then I got the total over 43 and a half. And then I got Buffalo on the money line and it comes out to be plus two thirty. So not bad. Can you get can you take alternate total points? Cause I might You can on DraftKings, yes. We have to you might have to wait until it's a little closer to the game. Okay, get that alternate total under it and get into your same yep. game parlay. Yeah. Yep. So I might take that a little bit lower, but other than that, like plus two thirty, that's a bomb. Yeah, that's a that's a big number for things that I think could happen. So and I, I wanna say it was only plus 210 to not have the bills on the money line. So if you're not confident in Buffalo or you don't want to bet against Bill Belichick, you can still get good value and not pick a winner. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to check in too. So there were your Brando's bets that we had on Friday for that was for the Dolphins game. Dolphins and Chiefs. Both to win. Both to win. Both over 21, I think was the number. Yeah, so the Dolphins cleared that. Did the Chiefs score more than 20? Did they just yeah. hit 20? I got to look at the final score of that game because it was 20 to 10 at the end. Yeah, 26. 26 yeah. So that hit. I was going to say it was 20 to 10 there in the in the fourth quarter. So good job, Brandon. You're on a streak here. We're streaking. Cool. I like this one. So New England and 
Buffalo Thursday night, give you some spending money for the weekend. I don't know. What do you think? Bill Belichick's tough to bet against. We all know that. But Josh Allen and this Bills offense has been a pleasure to bet for against Bill Belichick. Yeah. So. Well, the nice thing is you do have some causational stuff here. So, you know, mathematically speaking, when you're building a parlay, you want things that are going to coincide with each other. So you want all of them to yeah. hit or none of them to hit. You don't want none of them to hit. But if you're building parlays <laughs> like one after another, you want things that go together, right? And you got to look at what's the script if the Bills do win, because that's going to be part of my parlay. They're probably yeah. going to score over 19 and a half, like you said. New England's definitely going to score under 25 if they win, most likely. I don't imagine this being like a crazy shootout. And, you know, over 43 total points, that's like, you know, Bills score 28, you know, the Patriots score 20. That's very possible. Or even 24-20 would get that done as well, and that parlay would hit. So if you're looking at that lower 20 kind of score, now if it's really low scoring, then you're probably going to miss on the over 43 total points, but... You know, that's why you can take that alternate total if you want to lower it down or if you want to go way yeah. up and hit the under that. But I wouldn't do that because the Bills do have the potential to go off against the Patriots and score that amount of points. So I like it. Let's see if we can go three and oh in the last three Brando's bets. That'd be uh, that'd be a good deal. Yeah, that would be exciting. You know, some of the, some of these picks have got to do something like game picks. Yeah. Bet picks. You tell me. Somebody, somebody, give me some suggestions here. Yeah. Flip coins. <laughs> no, this is this is math. You don't need suggestions when math leads the way. But, all right, let's get some quotes in Pat. Whoa, let's get some quotes in Pat. Get them in me. <laughs> let's get some yeah. quotes with Pat going here. I still have to create an intro for you, Pat. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have time tomorrow morning when I'm editing to throw it in. No, that's all right. Guess what, Bills fans? It's time for quotes with Pat. Unfortunately, the guys at Not Another Buffalo podcast are either too lazy or too cheap to hire someone with a half-decent voice to record their stupid intros, so they decided to use me. TBH, this constitutes labor without pay and raises some serious ethical questions. It makes you wonder why they need to be so damn meta like it's an episode of Community and not an amateur podcast based on a ball that's not even spherical. Anyway, here's some f***ing quotes, see if you can guess who said it. All right. Well, I'm uh, happy to share some quotes with you boys today. Quote number one. So we're sitting in there. What was it? Third and 21? Not where you want to be to start a two-minute drive to win the game. But the guys in the huddle never lost faith. They never flinched. Let's see, Justin Herbert? Nah. Down 21? Third, third and 21 game winning drive I'm trying to think who completed a third and 21 oh is this Trevor Lawrence it is and it hates I it, I, I love Lamar so much that like it, it, it irks me but he's so cool in the he was so cool in the presser and Zay, Go- Zay Jones catching the pass makes it hurt even more Zay Jones had a but, day that dude went off yeah he did <laughs> that was I had a big parlay and the Ravens were the only thing that didn't hit in it oh uh, it was a bad bet. And I mean, they were in a position where Justin Tucker had a shot to kick a 67 yarder to win it. And yeah. it looked good. I thought that was, was going like, to go in. It was, it was crazy. All right. Now I don't, I don't want to overhype this, but Pat said that he had like the greatest quote that he's ever given for us. And I'm guessing he saved it for a second. So I'm just, just a lot of speculation there, but Brandon, I wanted to, uh, wanted to hype that up Four going one. into this. Okay. All okay. right. So I believe it's Aaron Andrews. And she says, how's the Turkey? And this player says, I got my grills in. 
I gotta take my grills out before I can eat it. Ah, uh, this is awesome. I'm trying, okay, so yeah. the Fox game. I saw this live. I saw this live. I got my grills in. I gotta take my grills out before I can eat. So the CBS game was the Bills. The Fox game would have been Dallas, who won against the Giants. Let's see. So who would have gotten a turkey leg in that game? CD Lamb? No. Am I on the right track at all? Or not really? It might not be Aaron Andrews that asked the question. Oh, okay. So is this the NBC game? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Justin, Jeff- Justin Jefferson. Kinda... Justin Jefferson. Yes. Okay. That was the crazy. And he took the grills out on national TV and then only took the top ones out, smiled, took a small bite, and then left the bottom ones in. And then Adam Thielen like grabbed the turkey from him and was like, I actually took my grills out. And was eating it. <laughs> it was hilarious. but mm-hmm. That's good. And then he was telling her that like when he gets home, he, he has seafood stuffing in his turkey which i thought was interesting that actually that sounds probably pretty is bomb. better than regular stuffing yeah. i would imagine but that i was don't legendary. like stuffing i'm not a stuffing guy yeah but watching that happen live was flipping insane it was hilarious yeah well then adam <laughs> thielen spit it out right did you, yeah. did you say that did you just say that yeah um and then what who's the other one who's the other guy in the interview kirk, kirk yeah and kirk was like i love the tradition i'm so excited for this <laughs> It looks so good too. The turkey key or whatever the f- it is. Tordorkel. Tordorkel. Wait, what is it? What is it? Tordorkel. So what's it's the- like a duck inside of a turkey stuffed inside Ooh. of a turkey or something like that. Ooh. It's duck a John is- Madden special. Duck is My dad was telling me all about it. I guess John Madden like cut it with his hand in like 1996 on TV and it, it like became super famous. That's pretty cool. I know Josh Allen said it was much better this year than years prior. That's good. That's promising. That's good. Yeah. But imagine being so good. Like he has the fastest start to any player that's played wide receiver ever. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. crazy. That's super crazy. So props to you, with, Justin Jefferson. With, with Kirk, yeah, Cousins Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. Right. Yeah. Which is an accomplishment in and of himself, especially since the Vikings have been on primetime quite a bit lately. Mm-hmm. So. Now let's. Uh, I got one more thing that we we need to do to finish off uh, segment mania here. So, uh. please remove your hats, lift your drink, and shut your trap as we salute this week's standout of the drought. I'm just kidding, Pat. I want. I, I know. One? I just wanted to see the look in Pat's eye uh, when he's like, "Was I supposed to prepare this?" <laughs> I'm not prepared. <laughs> Actually, this standout playing for his home team drop kicked a water cooler in a loss of epic proportions in the rain this Sunday. Jerry Hughes. <laughs> Jerry Hughes. Right. All right. That's a baller move. That's you know what the, the funnier part of that story That's a good is? Hero of the drought. You also. know what the funniest part of that story is? They were they were only down ten to zero when he kicked that water cooler. <laughs> Oh, but it was a bad 10 to zero. I, I watched this game. I was like, Houston is just so bad. And Kyle Allen was disgustingly negligently bad. Like, it's just, I can't give you words about what I watched. And Tua looked lights out, like on fire. Everything that he did, every completion, they looked unstoppable on offense. And then they take him out and they almost, Houston almost comes back against all the backups, which was funny. But Jerry watching that live is like, I, poor guy. You know, you must really love football or the paycheck to play for this team. Well, he knows he could be winning games if he's still in a building. Well, please demand your release, Jerry. We'll take you at this point. We'll sign you. You got to remember, we didn't bring him back, though. Yeah, I know. But I mean, we didn't want him. I, I wonder him. how much he signed for in Houston. So I, I, I knew well, I know that he lives in Houston. Yeah, they probably didn't want him back because the, the room was full or they or they offered him a like an embarrassingly low amount of money or something like that. But so 
I think they take him at this I'll point. With Von Miller out for a few weeks, you bet they'd probably be the first person to uh, sign him. Wouldn't go to two year ten mil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See that the Bills wouldn't have passed out that contract. No. So, all right, boys, we did it. We made it through. We got a game tomorrow night. By the time this comes out, I'm speaking from Wednesday's perspective in the future, but uh, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to uh, kick the Pats' butt. Even though Pat, I, I actually just put this together. Pat, do you like the Patriots because they're the Pats too? Is that another reason? I'm just trying to grasp the it here because <laughs> I have no idea. I, well, as a kid, I really did like, I also liked the Pats when they had like Corey Dillon and just like Troy Brown and like horrible skill position players. They're so much more likable then. Like so Those teams were very likable. I liked those teams a lot. Yeah. But it's the Patriot way. Have horrible skill position players and eke out W's. So... <laughs> Oh, all right well you guys know where to find us on twitter at not buff podcast check our bio link because our store is back up thank you etsy bots for reinstating our account we have t-shirts that say uh yeah like buffalo new york a drinking town with a football problem with our logo on it so cool things you can check out we got beanies all that stuff with the uh the logo that you see on the cover of the podcast if you like it so anyway you guys got anything else go bills go bills go bills, go bills. Go bills.